All right, you sickos, here comes the slop. Well, actually, actually, wait, before we get started with the garbage, we want to talk to you all about, uh, and thank you for donating to our Maui fundraiser. It is honestly incredible that we've been able to cultivate such a amazing, generous, empathetic community here on this channel. And we just wanted to say thanks for helping. Also, minutes before we filmed this, it appears as though Trump had been indicted again. He did everything right and they indicted him. I did everything right and they indicted me. I did everything right and they indicted me. Uh, this time, down in Georgia. Oh, the indictment came down to Georgia. He was looking <laughs> for a president to <laughs> indict. <laughs> and, and this would, of course, uh, Elliot, do the fingers thing. It's going to be the fourth indictment. Woo! And we will have some updates on that towards the end of the episode. But now, back to your regularly scheduled programming. I don't know how I'm supposed to contain myself knowing well, that. Well, don't worry. We got plenty of slop for everyone. The indictment fairy came again. Yeah, but, but while we filmed this, it was still sealed. It, it By the time I get home to start editing, it'll be unsealed. But anyways. Last I checked, they were like, I don't know, maybe Tuesday. And it's like, just kidding. It's here. There's uh, there's something Giddy else up. we need to talk to and uh, talk about. And it's, of course, uh, Elon Musk being a desperate God user. fucking damn it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, it was a real... Real just uh, boring shit show of a weekend. Like, not even any new kind of bullshit. Just the same old bullshit. New flavors of bullshit. Also, making me like Mark Zuckerberg even more. Yeah. Uh, which is unforgivable. A real crime. Yeah. <laughs> the real crime. So, yeah, in what appears to be a fitting end to the long, pointless, self-imposed drama surrounding a physical fight. Fisticuffs between two billionaires who own social media platforms. Uh, Elon Musk has finally shown his full ass and proven once and for all that he is backing out of the official plans for a brawl while also simultaneously desperately trying to save face as much as humanly possible as he goes down for the proverbial count. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, in doing so, Musk has only really been able to accomplish two things. Number one, making himself look like the world's most pathetic, weak, whiny human being, and two, inadvertently providing Mark Zuckerberg with the most valuable glow-up of his entire career at no charge. Yeah, just a free uh, thing for Mark Zuckerberg where it's like, you know how everyone really, really hated, hated both of us, but specifically hated you for uh, various reasons. I'm about to erase all of that ill will uh, by looking even worse than you and making you look normal by comparison. Yeah, I mean, say what you will about uh, Mark Zuckerberg. He acts like a fucking adult. Yes. That, <laughs> and that's the bare minimum, and he does it. And between these two, that goes a long way. Apparently. So, yeah, another masterful gambit, sir. Mr. Musk, bravo, you little sissy boy. You absolute sniveling little waste of time and space. Outer space included. Pathetic. It is. God damn it. It's very pathetic. And in all honesty, it is quite fun to watch as Elon desperately tries to spin this as a positive by constantly making excuses, changing the rules, straight up lying about event locations, charity organizations, live productions, and health issues, while also attempting to somehow convince people that it's actually Mark Zuckerberg who is the one who is backing out of everything, even though the reality is clear as day to anyone who isn't completely brain dead. This is fascinating to see online, the reaction. Unfortunately, yeah, you do have to scroll through about 50 people who are Fully drowning in Kool-Aid. Just completely delusional. Yeah. It's like, wow, Mark Zuckerberg chickening out. Yeah, it's gotten really pathetic over the last few days. So let's just catch you up to where we last left off. 
Last week, Zuckerberg, who was clearly tired of uh, Musk's constant hype building around a fight that he had no intention of participating in, issued a statement that made things abundantly clear. He'd be happy to fight Musk if Musk were serious, had a date and governing body set, and wanted to officially move forward. But that wasn't the case, and Elon just was he was just showboating and seemingly making stuff up as he went along. Now, on threads, Zuck posted, I love this sport, and I've been ready to fight since the day Elon challenged me. If he ever agrees on an actual date, you'll hear it from me. Until then, please assume anything he says has not been agreed upon. And yeah, that's pretty much what we guess is like nothing he's announcing about this fight is anything other than just what popped into his head during one of his late night ketamine binges. Uh, <laughs> Allegedly. Uh, but yeah, it, it's as of last week when the rules keep changing and the locations keep changing and everything keeps changing. It's I mean, it was obvious weeks before, but this is a person who doesn't actually want to fight. He just wants to prolong the hype building process yeah, to and benefit it's, uh, himself. You know, you extrapolate from this and it's like, wow, what a discombobulated way to, uh, you know, organize an event. I Could you imagine if that same approach was taken to, I don't know, building cars or running a social media company or I don't know, anything more serious than just a a little fight. Yeah, this whole... That would be crazy, wouldn't it? The past 10 If months, you were just running shit by the seat of your pants, just purely off whims and vibes, the that'd be crazy. 10 months or so has been a real peek behind the curtain. And, and something that at least uh, on this show, we've been sounding alarm bells on for years now. Yeah. So I'm glad the rest of the world caught up. Yeah, welcome aboard. So after that post from the Zuck, Elon clearly felt emasculated and started pitching a bunch of nonsensical garbage to make it seem like uh, not only was the fight still on, uh, but it was going to be bigger, better, and uh, way more epic than anyone could imagine. Bring in the bacon, because this fight's going to be epic. In a follow-up post, Musk tweeted, The fight will be managed by my and Zuck's foundations, not UFC. Livestream will be on this platform and meta. Everything in-camera frame will be ancient Rome, so nothing modern at all. I spoke to the PM of Italy and Minister of Culture. They have agreed on an epic location. <sighs> Followed by, everything done will pay respect to the past and present of Italy. <laughs> okay. Followed by, and all proceeds go to veterans. Followed by, and pediatric hospitals in Italy. Anything else, Mr. Um, Mosca? Any last minute uh, little things you want to squeeze in there? So, yeah, clearly, just... Obviously, the ramblings of a deeply unserious person who is trying to make it appear as though any aberration in these well-defined plans <laughs> are the result of a disagreement from Zuckerberg that would make it look like he's the one who's scared yeah. or something, including uh, the veterans' charity as well as one for one for sick children, but only sick Italian children. That's right. Uh, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> sure. Obviously, teeing it up to say that Zuck, he must hate veterans. And sick Italian children, or something. Italian veterans. Veterans of Italian wars. <laughs> in the last big war they were involved in, uh... Uh-oh! Hey, a veteran's a veteran, you know? <laughs> I guess! <laughs> <laughs> Mussolini's granddaughter real stoked about this fight. Finally! <laughs> I mean, knowing everything else about what this fucking dude is like, 
liking and posting, he probably uh, he probably does feel that the that Mussolini's army uh, yeah. got the short well, end of the stick. The, another weird <laughs> aspect of this is that uh, apparently Musk did actually get in contact with the Ministry of yeah, Culture. Yeah, they were like, no, fuck no. No, they said no to ancient Rome. They they said yeah. that they would be oh. opening to hosting it somewhere else. But the fact that he specifically said it would be ancient Rome is false. Yeah, no, that's not something they just sign off on. Ah, uh, yes, the Even Coliseum. if you're super rich, like uh -huh. these are... Uh, incredibly old like, historic landmarks like yeah uh, you might get away with writing your name on the wall and then plead ignorance but uh, it's, you're yeah, not going to host an, a modern battle inside the Colosseum of Rome yeah it's kind of a big fucking deal when they when they host events at these places it's it's not it's not just something you call up and set up yeah but even if Zuckerberg did agree to this ridiculous spectacle uh, Musk wouldn't even be able to participate for several months as a result of that MRI that he kept talking about. Yeah, what, what happened to that MRI? Well, in a follow-up question posed by journalist Doge Designer... I fucking hate this account. Uh, ...about the results of that screening, Musk said, I spent three hours in an MRI machine on Monday. Bottom line is that my C5, C6 fusion is solid, so not an issue. However, there is a problem with my right shoulder blade rubbing against my ribs, which requires minor surgery. Recovery will only take a few months. And by the way, that is just the surgery and recovery time and doesn't take into account the months of bodybuilding and fight training that Musk would need to participate in if he wanted to stand any chance against Zuckerberg, who has been training for years and has already started professionally competing in the sport. Well, in Musk's opinion, none of that matters because he's slightly larger than Mark and therefore uh, will easily win just based on size alone and just so i no don't, training necessary just so i don't forget to point it out because we get to the musk wanting to show up at zuckerberg's door and fight him <laughs> yeah. in his backyard in a second but if he really has a problem that requires surgery and months to recover then why is he all of a sudden proposing a practice bout in zuck's backyard right yeah there's a lot of lot going on here oh oh i don't I, I mean, any fight we have, the results will kind of be meaningless because, you know, I'm I'm injured. But if you don't fight me, you're a giant fucking pussy. Yeah. Also, it's not the real fight. It's a practice fight, uh, which is a normal thing. Fighters... Con That's what they do. They're always doing practice fights before the real yeah, fight. Yeah, to size each other up. Yeah, yeah they, do, they do a little... Uh, <laughs> it's a common thing in uh -huh. the fight sports is you have a little backyard brawl before the fight. Happens every time. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so in response to all of the hype about Italy and using <laughs> their own foundations for this, mia. <laughs> to, to run this fight, uh, Zuck posted a follow-up adding that he's, quote, not holding his breath, and that when I compete, I want to do it in a way that puts a spotlight on the elite athletes at the top of the game. You do that by working with professional orgs like the UFC or ONE to pull this off well and create a great card. And I just want to say there's many examples of this that I saw over the weekend, but a lot of people took the opportunity to start recording themselves reading Zuck's post, but in the Jesse Eisenberg, Mark Zuckerberg voice, which made them come off just like so much more like, really capture like the pettiness, the subtext underneath it. Mm -hmm. Cause you hear, you're, you're reading this in Mark Zuckerberg's going before Congress voice. Yeah. But if you read it in the Jesse Eisenberg, like I'm a little fucking dickhead who thinks he's better than everyone else. There's, it's a lot funnier. Jesse Eisenberg was also the star of a movie where he gets bullied and then turns to martial arts to start kicking people's asses. Oh, The Art of uh, Violence? or whatever. The Art of uh, Something like that, yeah. yeah. Which, uh, cool character arc for both of them. Yeah, anyway. At this point, it was clear that Musk wanted something more in line with WrestleMania. 
bunch of hype, kayfabe, spectacle, and stroking of egos. Zuck was and has been clear and consistent that he will beat Musk's ass <laughs> in an official setting governed by established bodies at Elon's earliest convenience. Yeah. Which at one point was sometime in late August. Could have been happening. After days of dealing with Musk's showboating, Mark decided to just nip this in the bud by posting a blanket statement regarding the potential fight so he doesn't have to keep responding to Musk's nonsense and unsubstantiated claims. Here you go. I think we can all agree Elon isn't serious and it's time to move on. I offered a real date. Dana White offered to make this a legit competition for charity. Elon won't confirm a date, then says he needs surgery, and now asks to do a practice round in my backyard instead. If Elon ever gets serious about a real date and official event, he knows how to reach me. Otherwise, time to move on. I'm going to focus on competing with people who take this sport seriously. It's a good statement. It, it, it calls out Elon Musk and multiple ways that he's trying to back out. It, it backs everything up by saying that he's been in discussions with Dana White from the UFC and has tried to get the ball going on this. Yeah. And Musk is the one who has backed out every single he, time or tried to uh, showboat this, do some Barnum and Bailey shit uh, yeah. to elongate it. So, yeah, I'm. he put out that statement to be like, look, Whatever he says going forward, just point back to this statement. I can't keep responding. And what's that about the backyard? Do we have the text? Oh, we do have the text. Yeah, it, gets, <laughs> it does get even more pathetic, though. Now, first of all, Musk replied to this statement from Zuckerberg by calling him a chicken. Bok, bok, bok. But also because uh, the practice round at Zuck's house was not only a real request from Musk, but Musk himself, thinking that this somehow made him look very cool, sent a screenshot of the text messages between himself and Zuckerberg to his biographer, who then posted them to Twitter, adding, I got this text message from Elon Musk at 4.44 a.m. Central Time, showing a screenshot of some text messages in which he tells Mark Zuckerberg they should fight this Monday at Zuckerberg's home in Palo Alto. And the screenshot uh, that the biographer released, it was cut off at the bottom of one of Musk's texts, uh, which caused Musk to then post Actually, here's the full conversation. When we, I look pretty cool, huh? Doesn't it make me look cooler that I posted the full thing? No, it doesn't, actually. Um, despite him thinking it's going to make him seem cooler, it it doesn't do any of that. Here's I, the, <laughs> the full conversation between the two billionaire social media owners. Uh, Elliot will be Musk, and yes. I will uh, be Zuckerberg during this. Want to do a practice bout at your house next week? If you still want to do a real MMA fight, then you should train on your own and let me know when you're ready to compete. I don't want to keep hyping something that will never happen. So you should either decide you're going to do this and do it soon, or we should move on. I will be in Palo Alto on Monday. Let's fight in your octagon. I have not been practicing much, apart from a brief bout with Lex Friedman today. While I think it is very unlikely, given our size difference, perhaps you are a modern-day Bruce Lee and will somehow win. <laughs> That was the part that he thought made him look Again, cool. Again, That like, was the part that was cut off that he thought made him sound cool. Yeah, I haven't even been training, uh, except, like, my biggest simp, uh, Lex Friedman, has been, like, uh, letting me pin him. Yeah, letting uh, me lay on top of uh, him. So, yeah, I'm totally going to beat you. It is... Uh, the fucking... It's not even odd. He's a literal man-child. Yeah, no, and just... This the, is a schoolyard bully who gets called on his shit and then keeps finding ways to try to not look like a big pussy. Yeah, uh, yeah, it's it's literally the same as like uh, my my uncle works at Nintendo, and I I got I got the new uh, Mario Mario sixty four part two. Yeah, it came out. Uh, I'll bring it. I'm coming. I'm bringing it to school tomorrow. Yeah. Oh, actually, my uncle he said like 
He said he's going to have to. Next week, though? Yeah. I'm doing it. Well, apparently Musk was read, uh, left on red after that from Well, Zuck. he also, like, I'm sure Mark Zuckerberg goes to bed at, like, 8.30 or some shit. Yeah, he has to be up <laughs> at 4 o'clock in the morning to train. Because he, yeah, he, he has a training schedule, and he also, like, I assume treats uh, his job, like, more like a real job. I mean, all these fucking freaks have weird schedules, but uh, Zuckerberg seems to actually care about being a husband and father yeah. and, uh, you know, keeping a somewhat normal schedule is a big part of that. Whereas Elon Musk does not live with any of his 50 children and uh, just sort of sleeps wherever he, he wants as long as he's got his Diet Cokes around and his bodyguard to walk him to the toilet. So, yeah, uh, yeah. sending messages in the middle of the night. And I, I love that, like, Walter Isaacson, I'm curious, I, I, I am very curious about this book how much of it is going to be... A lot of people are worried that it's, it's going to be uh, a hagiography, it's going to be like a tug job, but like, I think this is the mark of a good biographer that like, he posts this, and it clearly, anyone who's even slightly critical of Elon looks at this post and it's just like, holy shit, like this is embarrassing. Yeah. But Elon sees it and he's like, that's right, Walter. Hell yeah. Here you go. So he, hey, he, Walter, I got some juicy yeah. stuff for you that makes me look really cool. So I, I'm excited for this book because Elon clearly like, trust this guy despite him clearly be, being willing to like be like check look at this fucking shit get a load of this so uh hopefully some some fun stories in that book we'll Wait, see i guess yeah no further texts after that were posted uh he was just left on read as, yeah. as far as we know but that didn't stop musk from doing a completely nonsensical victory lap for some reason and then claiming that he was going to just show up at zuck's house anyway uninvited for his test fight in the backyard I mean, this is really getting pathetic and sad. It, I can't say it enough that this is the behavior of a, at best, middle schooler. I hope he does actually show up. He never will. But no. I, I, it would be really, it would be awesome if he did. Hello? Hello? Uh, yeah, so how is this the way that the world's richest man spends his time? I mean, this is maybe the most miserable existence well, for someone it, with money. Like, you're constantly trying to prove your manliness to a bunch of losers on the internet. That is, as as a billionaire, this is how you're spending your time? Well, if he actually spent his time focusing on what's important, it would be too depressing. He spent $44 billion on a social media platform that is just cratering. Um, he has 50 children, one of whom uh, has completely, D like, him. officially disowned him. Yeah. Uh, his car company had a huge head start over the industry that has completely blown in yeah. every possible way. Every new photo that comes out about the Cybertruck is more worrisome than the next if it ever goes into full production. Anyways, uh, credit where it's due, we hate Mark Zuckerberg, but he has at least been consistent throughout this entire yeah, charade. Both these people are fucking monsters, but yeah. I'll say this, like, if I was agreeing on just literally, like, let's do this, like if I if I was selling each of these men something on Craigslist, I would ex <laughs> Mark Zuckerberg would show up on time with the right amount of money. Elon, no haggling yeah, in person. It would be easy as fuck. Yeah. Elon Musk would show up like two days late, and uh, in his Cybertruck and just, like do donuts in my fucking front yard, yeah. and then pull up like half the money. Oh, sorry. I'll get you and, the next uh, next week. Yeah, it would be it would be a disaster. Yeah. Uh, and he also to his credit, he hasn't fallen for any of Elon's obvious tricks and delays. He's not getting worked up about any of this because he knows he has the confidence that he can beat his ass. Yeah. 
So he he actually does, trains. He's not getting worked up about it. <laughs> he does MMA every day. Yeah. This is not. This is just a little distraction. Elon's. It's a perfect example of schoolyard bullying because he's not reacting to the bully, and he's therefore taking all of the power away from him. Anyways, how is Zuck the one chickening out here, Mr. Musk? He I, gave you the exact terms of how this is going to go down. You're constantly changing everything from the location, the organizing body, the date, and you're now asking for time to recover from an elective surgery, but only after a practice fight. The people who <laughs> are siding with Elon on this need to be studied because it is rare to see such delusions and blind worship on full display outside of maybe a Trump rally. Yeah, they are pretty much neck and neck in the delusional department. I don't know. They, Trump, Trump had a, a big lead today with his, uh, we'll get to the indictment, but signing autographs at Bedminster and this lady just like, it was like she was meeting the Beatles in the 60s, just crying tears. Yeah. Just. And Laura Loomer was there too. So you're not only meeting Trump, you're meeting. Uh, yeah, they went and pissed on Trump's ex-wife grave yeah. together. Yeah. Yeah. No, don't mow the don't mow the grass. Let Make it, it look like let shit. it get all overgrown. Yeah, those are pee stains. I come here and pee there every <laughs> night. Ugh. So yeah, Musk somehow kept the garbage flowing this week though, with a series of posts on Monday morning about showing up to Zuckerberg's house for a fight, as if this somehow proves he's a big tough guy. Yeah. For the Tesla full self-driving test drive in Palo Alto tonight, I will ask the car to drive to Zuckerberg's house. We'll also test latest X live stream video so you can monitor our adventure in real time. If we get lucky and Zuck, my tongue emoji, actually answers the door, the fight is on. What is the... The tongue emoji, the emoji thing is, is very He's done strange. that a couple times. Like, what? what is... Uh, the first thing that comes to my here? mind is that he's eating Mark Zuckerberg's butt. I mean... Depending on the depending on the hold that Zuckerberg puts him in, that, <laughs> could, that be could be the result. Yeah. So yeah, first of all, sending a self-driving Tesla to someone's address—that is, that's a death threat. Yeah. You are making a death threat. We yeah. all know that that car will just fly off the road at random and crash through right Zuckerberg's, through Zuckerberg's windows yeah. and then burst into flames. Uh, second, though, live streaming a fully tracked adventure to his enemy's exact home address—hot, bit insane coming from the guy whose first priority. Number one priority when taking over Twitter was to drop new rules for doxing because someone was posting his publicly available flight tracking info. That was bad, knowing where in the fucking sky a jet is at any given time. But uh, yeah, doing a live recording of a car driving towards a public <laughs> figure's house, that's just social media, baby. <laughs> and regardless of all of that, a spokesperson for Zuckerberg responded to the, the inquiry from Alex Heath of The Verge uh, just... You don't even need to respond to this, but he did anyway. Uh, the spokesperson said, Mark is traveling right now and isn't in Palo Alto. Also, Mark takes this sport seriously and isn't going to fight someone who randomly shows up at his house. Sounds like chicken to me. Sounds like he skipped town. And as of when we filmed this, Musk hasn't done his big X live stream ride along to Zuck's house. Uh, so Because I, it does... I, I don't anticipate it actually happening, but He probably does, got this idea like literally less than 24 hours ago. He's like, hey... We can have live streaming on this app today, right? On the like, way to Mark Zuckerberg's house while the Tesla... Like, just turn Periscope back on, right? And it's like, that that code is like 10 years old at this point. It will not work. You're like, I don't know. Just change the code out. Also... Run through ChatGPT. I don't care. Figure it out. Also, if anything went wrong with the full self-driving in this car on the way there, anything at all, like uh, just an, a, an oversteer or, yeah, or, yeah. or anything... 
It would plummet the stock price of Tesla immediately. I mean, you'd think that, but nothing can plummet the stock's price. Even so. Musk, like, getting a little scared at the car doing something and grabbing yeah. the wheel. I don't know. Yeah. The, the whole thing's propped up by a decade of hype. Yeah. It's going to take more than anything like that. You can find new videos on YouTube, like, every day of just <laughs> that shit, like, almost murdering children crossing the street in San yeah. Francisco. Doesn't matter. Yeah. Well, uh, anyway, speaking of people getting themselves into pointless fights that they could never win, Ron DeSantis has officially backed down from his fight with Disney. Oh, with oh, with Disney. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Despite one of his major campaign slogans being, never back down. Never back down unless it's... you're not going to win. <laughs> in which case, <laughs> it's probably in your best interest <laughs> and the interests of the state to back to down. Back down. But, you know, you can't fit that on a on a coffee mug. It doesn't really sell the bumper <laughs> stickers. <laughs> so, yeah, after months of getting his ass handed to him by Disney's legal team in increasingly funny ways, DeSantis is now saying that he and the Florida government has moved on from the whole ordeal. I guess the, the woke mob won. Yeah. Or Ron finally listened to literally everyone around him, including members of his own party. And hopefully his lawyers, who repeatedly told him that it was stupid to fight one of the state's biggest economic contributors because now DeSantis is actually begging the Walt Disney Company to drop a federal lawsuit against the state of Florida. Oh, what have I done? Uh, here's CBS News with more on that. Governor Ron DeSantis on Monday said Walt Disney Parks and Resorts should drop a federal lawsuit that claims retaliation by the state and accept changes to a special district that long benefited the theme park giant. In a CNBC interview focused on the economy, the Republican presidential candidate said the state has basically moved on from the <laughs> issues surrounding the changes to the former Reedy Creek Improvement District. It continues, the changes have led to state and federal lawsuits, with Disney alleging the changes are retaliation for its opposition to a 2022 law that restricts instruction on sexual orientation and gender identity in Florida schools. In the federal lawsuit, Disney argues its First Amendment rights were violated and business harmed by a relentless campaign of retribution orchestrated by DeSantis and other officials for opposing the 2022 law. The lawsuit also alleges a violation of constitutional prohibition on altering contracts, an unconstitutional taking of property without proper compensation, and violation of due process rights. Your competitors all do very well here, Universal, SeaWorld. They have not had the same special privileges as you have, said DeSantis when pressed on what he'd say to Disney CEO Bob Iger about the federal lawsuit. So all we want to do is treat everybody the same and let's move forward. I'm totally fine with that, DeSantis said. And cool. It's very cool that he uttered that last uh, quote, we all want to treat everybody the same and let's move forward, without a shred of irony, considering the basis for all of these legal challenges, which was Florida's Don't Say Gay Bill, a bill that stops teachers and students from discussing the very existence of LGBTQ people. Which is just one uh, one of a, now a, gro a growing arsenal of just like attacks on uh, the average Florida citizen's ability to even be aware of the existence of gay and trans people or <laughs> learn an education that could take them anywhere in life yeah yeah outside of florida the that ap psychology thing is heating up i guess the sarasota schools are being like no fuck you we're teaching ap psychology you fucking idiot yeah we're doing it you can come take us to jail like it's part of the fucking curriculum you are literally harming these students chances at getting a decent college education fuck you yeah uh things are bad down there but uh, we do have more news coming up for you in just a second. But first, let's take a moment to, take, uh, to thank today's sponsor, Mint Mobile. 
After years of fine print contracts and getting ripped off by big wireless providers, if we've learned any, anything, it's that there's always a catch. So when you hear that Mint Mobile offers premium wireless starting at just 15 bucks a month, you think, what's the catch? But after using the service, it all made sense. There isn't one. Mint Mobile's secret sauce is that they're the first company to sell wireless service online only. They cut out the cost of retail stores and pass those sweet savings directly on to you. I had a trip recently. I popped in that SIM card uh, when I headed to New York. I couldn't tell the difference between my providers. I had fast, consistent service everywhere I went, especially when it counted most, during a torrential downpour at the hot dog eating contest. Hello, taxi? <laughs> for anyone who hates their phone bill, Mint Mobile offers premium wireless for just 15 bucks a month. Mint Mobile gives you the best rate whether you're buying for one or a family, and at Mint, families start at two lines. All plans come with unlimited talk and text plus high-speed data delivered on the nation's largest 5G network. Use your own phone with any Mint Mobile plan and keep your same phone number along with all your existing contacts. Switch to Mint Mobile and get premium wireless service starting at just 15 bucks a month. To get your new wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month and get the plan shipped to your door for free, Go to mintmobile.com slash todaydaily. That's mintmobile.com slash todaydaily. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash todaydaily. Back into the news now with a story about a local small town newspaper in Marion, Kansas called the Marion County Record, who just had its entire world flipped upside down by the local police and government, which appears to have come as a result of an investigation into a, a prominent resident's potential DUI arrest and a potential sexual misconduct from within the police department. And we'll get into the details, but to lay this all out so it's as least confusing as possible, the police chief and a local restaurateur collectively sought and received a search warrant of the newspaper's office building under the guise of suspected identity theft, then proceeded to raid the place and confiscate their property, which included computers and hard drives, in what appears to be a clear violation of the newspaper's constitutional rights. Which means, of course, that conservatives are going to be absolutely up in arms about all of this, right? Oh, never mind. They, they love defending constitutional rights when it directly benefits them or yeah. has anything to do with gun control. Not, not all that boring stuff. This is literally like what happens in like, places like El Salvador. This is, this it is, is fucking wild. Yeah. Experts who study this stuff are saying that this is the first time that this has really happened in the United States in a very long time. So try that in a small town. Uh, they, they did. did. <laughs> and it's so far, not working. Yeah. Here's the USA Today with more on this uh, insane and still evolving story. Police in a central Kansas town raided the local newspaper's office Friday and seized computers and employees' personal cell phones, an action that advocates say violates federal laws protecting the media. Law enforcement officers with the Marion, Kansas Police Department and the Marion County Sheriff's Office took the Marion County Records computer file server, other computers and phones, and other equipment, the record reported. A search warrant posted online by the nonprofit news site The Kansas Reflector was signed by Marion County District Court Magistrate Judge Laura VR. The warrant was approved and cited probable cause that violations related to identity theft and unlawful acts concerning computers were committed. Police were approved to search for devices that were used to access the Kansas Department of Revenue Records website and documents and records pertaining to Carrie Newell. Newell is a Marion restaurant owner who, during a city council meeting on August 7th, accused the record of illegally obtaining information about her, the newspaper reported. And their, art <laughs> their article continues, The Federal Privacy Protection Act protects against most searches of journalists and newsrooms by law enforcement, usually requiring police to issue subpoenas. 
Legal experts contacted by the record termed the raid unheard of in America and reminiscent of what occurs in totalitarian regimes and the third world, the record reported. Yeah, no, this is... This is shaking down news organizations because they investigated something that you didn't want them to investigate. Yeah, this is the government... Uh, yeah, no, this is fucking crazy. Yeah, here's where it gets crazier than that, though. Apparently, this restaurant owner was driving without a license and had received a DUI, and the paper got a tip about that verified it with public records, but still didn't publish the information because they felt as though they were being set up by someone involved in the woman's divorce proceedings. Wait. They didn't even post it. Wait, what? Yeah. D Holy shit. Yeah, so... You're doing a fucking, like, criminal conspiracy, uh, violating, just flagrantly violating uh, constitutional rights because someone might... Report that you got a fucking DUI? Are you fucking serious? Yeah. And Holy shit. It, weirder than that, they did end up publishing it, and we'll get to it, but only after the woman said, talked publicly about her DUI and driving without a license at a public hearing. And so they're like, all right, cool. There you go. It's out there now. And we have confirmed that it's true. <sighs> Their reporting continues. The record verified the information using a public website, but decided not to publish it, Meyer reported. After consulting an attorney, Eric Meyer, publisher and owner of the record, told the local police chief and sheriff about the information the source provided. Meyer reported that the information had been leaked to the record as part of a legal sparring between Newell and her estranged husband as part of the couple's divorce proceedings. We thought we were being set up, Meyer told the reflector. So... Got the info, verified it, took it to the police instead of publishing it because they thought they were being set up in some kind of weird divorce proceeding thing. Mm -hmm. And then all of this gets flipped and the police raid the newspaper. Interesting. Seemingly at the behest of this restaurant owner who in a town of, I looked it up, the, the county is 11,000 people. So the actual town has to be smaller than that. They're, they're trying and so she, I town. guess she would be a big prominent figure being a restaurant owner in this very small town. I mean, it's not cool to drive without a license and get a DUI, but also like, who the fuck cares? <laughs> like, because in this small town, like everyone's going to hear about I it. And her so. restaurant's going to get ruined or something. I, I don't know. The, the, more, the longer she's at the restaurant, running the restaurant, that's the less time she's out spending out on the roads. <laughs> Weaving in and out of traffic. I feel like in a town this small, everyone probably knew that she was drunk driving all the time anyway. Hey, you driving drunk over there? All, all right, right, don't get anywhere. <laughs> <Yes. laughs> Literally the sling blade, so. Yeah, you ain't drunk driving, are you? <laughs> yeah, a little bit. <laughs> anyway, uh, it was only when Carrie Newell, the suspended license and DUI lady, spoke publicly about her driving violations at a city council meeting that the paper then decided to publish the information as a way to defend themselves from Newell's accusations that they'd been involved in a targeted and unethical investigation. The story takes a depressing turn next because as a result of the chaos, the co-owner of the newspaper and mother of the previously mentioned Eric Meyer collapsed and died after police raided the office and their home. Friday morning, police searched the newspaper office and Meyer's home where he and his mother, Joan Meyer, a co-owner of the newspaper, lived. Police took two computers and an Alexa smart speaker Joan Meyer used to stream TV shows and get help, he wrote. Then, Saturday afternoon, his mother, 98, collapsed and died at her home. He described her as otherwise in good health for her age. 
So the National Newspaper Association called on authorities to return any property seized so the newspaper can proceed with its work, said John Gaylor, the chairperson of the National Newspaper Association, in a post on Facebook and in a statement on the association's site. Newsroom raids in this country receded into history 50 years ago. Today, law enforcement agencies by and large understand that gathering information from newsrooms is a last resort and then done only with subpoenas that protect the rights of all involved, Gaylor said. For a newspaper to be intimidated by an unannounced search and seizure is unthinkable in an America that respects its First Amendment rights. And again, this is an ongoing story. It will definitely continue to evolve over the next few weeks. Keep in mind, again, the police did this to a newspaper that exists in a county of just 11,000 residents which is nuts. This is, this is wild. Also, uh, as a positive note to the multiple sad and disturbing aspects of the story, everyone in the country knows about this woman's DUI now and the fact that she's been driving without a license and uh, apparently cooperated and coordinated and contributed to police corruption in a small Kansas town. And killed a little old lady. Yes, inadvertently. But now, on to the Trump stuff. Whoo! In what has proven to be an exhausting but necessary journey through not one, not two, nope, not three either, but now four. Woo! Four indictments of the former president for various crimes. A grand jury in Georgia has officially filed an indictment related to Trump's attempts to overturn the election results in their state. Literally doing election fraud. It'd be your own self. As of when we filmed this, the indictment was still sealed, and by the time this goes up, you'll probably know a lot more than we do about the details in the indictment. But let's look at the reasons why this one in particular was filed against the president. We've talked about this before, but just so we're all on the same page, here's the New York Times. There was the infamous call that the former president made to Brad Raffensperger, Georgia's Republican Secretary of State, during which Mr. Trump said he wanted to find nearly 12,000 votes or enough to overturn his narrow loss there. Mr. Trump and his allies harassed and defamed rank-and-file election workers with false accusations of ballot stuffing, leading to so many vicious threats against one of them that she was forced into hiding. They deployed fake local electors to certify that Mr. Trump had won the election. Within even the Justice Department, an obscure government lawyer secretly plotted with the president to help him overturn the state's results. And on the same day that Mr. Biden's victory was certified by Congress, Trump allies infiltrated a rural Georgia County's election office, copying sensitive software used in voting machines throughout the state in their fruitless hunt for ballot fraud. Huh. Let's do Nixon, but like even sloppier. Yes. And worse <laughs> in yeah. so many cases. Let's go break into the voting machines. This will somehow prove our innocence. That's right. Woo! And we'll send some fake electors, and just to throw them off the scent, we'll yeah. do a bunch of other stuff, like intimidating normal citizens for counting votes. Yeah, those and those people, like, yeah, it was... They're being harassed nonstop. It was bad. Think about the weirdest Trump psychos, people that did go do January 6th, yeah. harassing everyday citizens those are that not, Trump targeted. You, you simply cannot assume that they are all empty threats. No. Anyway, in their latest reporting, after the indictments were handed over to the judge, but before they were unsealed, because again, we filmed Monday evening, we waited as long as we could. CNN confirmed that there were a total of 10 indictments from the grand jury, but we still don't really know who's on the receiving end of those. But earlier in the day on Monday, in what appears to have been an accident, a little oopsie, the Georgia courts posted a document on their website that detailed the charges against Trump. Whoopsie. Oh. Here's Politico. The document, which Reuters first reported, came from the Fulton County Court, includes Trump's name and lists the case status as open. It is dated August 14th and timestamped 12.39 p.m. 
The document lists 12 felony counts and one serious felony count for violating Georgia's Racketeer Influenced and Corrupt Organizations, or RICO Act. Wait, that's the mafia law. Yeah, it is, boys. It's gonna be fun. Holy shit. Now, another aspect of the Georgia case that differs from the rest, though, is that we might actually get live coverage from inside the courtroom during all of it. Oh, boy. Here's NBC News. Unlike federal or Manhattan courts, where the former president appeared for his three previous arraignments, Georgia law requires that cameras be allowed into judicial proceedings with a judge's approval. In 2018, the Georgia Supreme Court, in an order amending the law to include smartphones, underscored the importance of transparency. Open courtrooms are an indispensable element of an effective and respected judicial system. The presiding judge has the final say on camera access. Media organizations are required to file a formal request, known as a Rule 22, for the judge's consideration. The filing is often considered more of a formality, as the requests are almost always granted. This means that if the former president is indicted and required to travel to Atlanta for an in-person arraignment, the world would likely see him on camera for the first time as a defendant, standing before a judge and entering a plea. Yeah, I was listening to NPR today, and they, they did say that there's a possibility that uh, Trump's legal team is going to argue that, like, oh, those those libs in Atlanta, it's not going to get a fair jury here in Atlanta. And they said there's, like, some way that they could potentially... Let's get, get Marjorie Taylor Greene's district. Get, yeah, they basically get the venue to be moved to the federal uh, courts uh, just down the road, but they'd be able to pull from a jury pool that uh, covers... A lot of like northern Georgia, which includes the MTG freaks. So, yeah, I don't know. I guess we'll see. Whew. But yeah, we hate to keep saying this, but when this video goes up, there will be more info that we, we just don't have yet. Right before we filmed, the local courts in Georgia stated that it would take about three hours for copies to be sent out. So, uh, yeah, you know more than us. Mm -hmm. Feel free to post any important news in the comments below. It, you're the reporter now. <laughs> yes, we're giving, we're giving you the title. Uh, and then when we're upset about it, we'll come in and tip over all your stuff. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Kill your mom. But uh, between this one and the three other indictments, it's going to be a very interesting and potentially dangerous election cycle because we haven't seen Trump nor his allies backed into a corner like this since the lead up to January 6th. And this is arguably worse because <laughs> all he was facing at that point was losing an election. It happens yeah. all the time. Uh, now he's facing potentially... Jail time or, I mean, even house arrest, just conviction for crimes. Lots of crimes. There's a lot of crimes at this point. Yeah. Well, a I, lot. It adds up to is insane. thousands of years in prison, potentially. <laughs> <laughs> Wild. So, yeah, we don't think his base could orchestrate something on that scale again, but Trump's been doing plenty to stoke the flames over on Truth Social and putting targets on politicians, lawyers, judges, anyone related to these cases against him, which is legitimately scary. All it takes he's is He's calling one. them out by name, uh, specifically. And he's doing stochastic terrorism. Yes, but let's please focus away from Trump before we let, let you go. And thank you once again for your generous outpouring of support. Yeah, for we hit the goal like, Maui. within yeah. like three days. Uh, Crazy. Uh, they are dealing with one of the most catastrophic events in a lifetime. It is horrific seeing the updates and the photos and the video. Uh, the, the, the news and updates, they're not great. It's not good. There's like a thousand people missing. Yeah. And, you know, that means they're dead. Everyone is coming together to help as much as they can. So we appreciate those of you who have the means to support the relief efforts financially. It is always extremely humbling to see how much good people can do when they work together. So if you can spare it, there's a donate button below. And we'll be back with more news later in the week. But uh, to make, uh, make sure you hit the like button, first of all. Hit the like button. Please. Helps us out. 
as we always say. But also be sure to watch our most recent episodes right over here, including a new episode of Weekly Weird News, where a woman gets attacked by a snake from the sky and a hawk from the sky at the same time. Nature is healing. We love nature. Bye-bye. Bye.